Uh, I categorically believe it is the worst beat in the history of fantasy sports. $960,000 swung on a blocked extra point, then returned for a two-point conversion. And when you look at the fact it was like a 30-point game, nothing on the line, man. And uh, the man who, well, had to deal with it, Mr. Carney, 259. His name is Michael, and he joins us here on the Roto-Grinder Show. Michael, Thanks for uh, taking the time and joining us. I, I hate to rehash that all over for you, but uh, take us through that day and maybe even that, that final 30 minutes when it, it certainly looked like you were going to potentially win a million dollars and then have it kind of slip through your fingers there. Yeah, will do. I, I've been reliving it myself for the last uh, 48 hours or so, so no, no apology needed. <laughs> so... Um, it was actually an it was, it was an interesting uh, situation for the sweat. I, I actually had um, traveled out of town uh, for Thanksgiving uh, at the end of last week. Um, so so I, I live in New York, and I had traveled out to San Diego with my girlfriend. I almost didn't didn't play DFS um, um, the Sunday slate just with all the you know traveling and seeing family and stuff. But I decided you know I'd done my research early in the week, finalized my lineup Sunday morning. It, you know the slate starts at ten o'clock out there, so you can get up early and do your stuff and um we were flying back that afternoon so uh the, the flights uh leaving at about 1 p.m pacific so around four o'clock eastern when, when the the late slate is just kicking off and i knew some of my teams were doing well um i actually had been following another one of my lineups a little more closely that had been doing well in a couple of the um the higher dollar tournaments, which which ultimately got torpedoed by uh, by Christian Kirk, uh, and, and so I, I we get on the plane, I sign on to the, uh, the the Wi-Fi on the plane, and I realize you know I've got a couple of lineups that are doing pretty well in the Millionaire Maker. Um, Higby goes off, he, he's in that lineup. Um, I, I've still got um, Cooper Cup, and he he really hasn't done much. But I realize, you know, as that game goes to halftime, you know, if, if Cup can do some work, um, I've actually got a shot here. I, I think at that point, um, I, I realized that some of the lineups with the Kansas City defense were were uh, were up against me, and, and and they had a decent shot as well, including the the two lineups that ultimately end up winning the tournament. And so. Kansas City gets the pick six uh, at the end of their first half, and I, I feel like my chances have kind of gone down at that point. Uh, but then go to this, jump to the second half of the uh, the Rams game, Cooper Cup gets a TD, and then they score a defensive touchdown as well. At that point, I, I believe it's at that point that I actually see that I'm, I'm in first place and I've got you know the, the million in live winnings showing on on uh, on the app, which is like totally new to me. And you have to picture the scenes. So I'm on an airplane. Um, you know, I'm, I'm wedged in the middle seat back in coach between my girlfriend and, you know, this random lady who's eating a salad and, and watching her uh, TV shows on her tablet or whatever. And so I feel like I've, you know, for the sweat, I've got to kind of make a choice here. Do I, like, tell my girlfriend what's going on or, you know, do I just keep quiet about it, right? Yeah. Um, you know, she, she, right, so she knows I play fantasy. We don't usually get into, like, the nuts and bolts. I feel like relationships in general, that's, usually a good idea, right? If you, you win a few hundred bucks and you you talk about it, then it sort of comes back, oh, you didn't mention anything this week that you, you must have lost, right? So I make the decision. I'm not going to say anything about it. 
it, it just seemed like, right, it's it's like too explosive to bring up on an airplane where like everybody around is just going to hear the conversation. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to, I'm going to sweat it out. I've got, got the Wi-Fi here. And I, I give uh, props to Delta. They had terrific Wi-Fi, um, you know, considering you're on a plane. Sure. <laughs> So, you know, at that point, I'm like, I'm refreshing every, every 10 seconds or so. I've got like the DraftKings app. I've got the game up on, you know, my other, my other um, tab or whatever. And so the back and forth at that point, I think, is um, uh, the Rams lose the shutout. So uh, uh, they get scored against, and I drop back out of first place. Um, but then Oakland comes back, and they get, I believe it was a field goal, so Kansas City loses the shutout, and I flip back up into first place. So it, it, it seems pretty clear at that point it's all coming down to this last Oakland drive, and I'm ahead by a fraction of a point. So basically I needed, like, no scoring to happen there by Kansas City defense. They get a sack, I'm done. Turnover, I'm done. But, you know, it could be they could turn it over on downs, don't score, score a touchdown, field goal, whatever, and, you know, I'm in good shape. So I'm, like, following it. They drive down, score the touchdown. At that point, in my mind, I think it's almost, like I think it's almost over, right? I've been, I've been playing daily fantasy for you know since 2014. I don't think I even realized that a defense could score four points on a point after attempt. So at that point, I'm actually more concerned about other stuff. So I'm, I'm like look, looking down. I see there's like a lineup. What other points. stuff are you worried about? Because you you got a million dollar lineup here. Like what, know, what are the so other things you're worried about? Yeah, I mean you never want to count it until it's done, right? So sure. I'm, I'm scrolling down, and there was, I think there was actually a lineup that's seven or eight points back uh, that had Cortland Sutton, and that game okay. is still going on. Gotcha. So I'm actually more worried about that at this point than anything. Like I, I figure. You know, Kansas City, it's over. I, I guess there's going to be a kickoff and they could run it back, but that, that's sort of like the only thing that's going on in my mind. So I actually, like, I had to get up and just, you know, you can picture you're on an airplane, you're crammed in this little seat. I had to just like get some space. So I get up and like go into the bathroom. I didn't, I have to use the bathroom. I just wanted to get in there and like process all this. So, you know, like all this stuff is going through my mind. Like the thought comes in mind, well, what if? the plane crashes and I won the million dollars and I never get to, you know, set foot on, on ground again with a million dollars or like, you know, what if I hold on and win? Like, what am I going to tell my girlfriend when we get off? Are we going to like, am I going to call an Uber copter to like, you know, helicopter us back? Like we won a million dollars. You can do that. You know, in New York city now they have, you can call a helicopter on your Uber. <laughs> so like, you know, all this stuff's going through my mind and then I'm still like worried about the Cortland Sutton thing. I'm not even, really it's not even processing that there's still game happening in uh in, in, in with the oakland kansas city game so i go back to my seat um i pull i, I think i have like the espn app with the game score on it and i see it's jumped from 38 to 40 i'm like what is that for a minute like the first thought that crosses my mind is maybe it's just a touchback and sometimes like the scoring will mistakenly think it was a safety but it's just a touchback so like I opened it up and at that point, I think I realized what happened. And I mean, you know, like you said, at the open, anything else could have happened, right? They could have made the extra yeah. point. He could have missed the extra point. He could hit the crossbar. It could get blocked and a, and a, you know, Oakland player could fall on it. It could get blocked and, and Kansas city just, you know, just lays on it because the game's over at that point, like anything except for this. So, you know, that's, uh, 
so then so that you know this is happening on the plane still and then you're you're yeah come you know you're you're kind of coming to the realization like did you suddenly afterwards like you, you got the DraftKings app now and you see it go from you know a million plus in winnings down to you know 40,000 I mean was that was that the moment like I'm, I'm assuming it was the scoring on the app more than the actual play itself because like you said like I I probably wouldn't even thought twice about that many points you know swinging in fantasy on that sort of play yeah so I saw it on the on the game recap itself first and in my mind I sort of knew and so like I slowly went back to the app I'm like okay you know it's still on a million until you you refresh it and yeah sure enough it goes down to you know the 40,000 I had the same lineup in the the nine dollar um slant or whatever it is so I had some winnings there too um but yeah like my heart sunk at that point I mean you figure it's it's basically over. So at that point, I'm sort of rooting for the Cortland Sutton lineup to just pass everybody because, like, at least that's a legitimate like football thing where, you know, it, it just seems like something that's in the realm of probability that could happen. Yeah. Like, I know I would have dropped from third to fourth, but like mentally, I think I would have felt better <laughs> about that than, sure. than losing this way. But yeah, so at that point, I'm just like, I mean, what else can you do? You're you're, I've still got like an hour left on the plane ride. I'm like oh, checking my other lineup. Hour to, you had an hour left to, like. It was an hour left, yeah. Oh, my God. Now, I, I think I would have stayed in that bathroom and shed tears for about an hour. So. <laughs> just exactly. Did. Or just find, find wherever they store the little tiny bottles of vodka and just, like, drink them all. That, too. <laughs> did, you, uh, did, you, did you tell your girlfriend at some point in time in that hour what, what took place? No, like, I just thought there's no way this can, like, easily be explained in this little quiet conversation. Like, hey, pst, you know, I just almost had a million dollars, but then I didn't, and this is why, and it was this, like, insane, crazy play, I think, but I haven't seen it yet. So, you know, I, I think – so, yeah, I waited till we till we got back to, you know, it, it was kind of hard just sitting on it, but – I was going like, to say, like, that like, is – like at the point where I committed to not going through the sweat with her, I just, you know – yeah. But I committed to it, so I just I just went with it. Man, but you still had a full hour to just like dwell on that situation that you couldn't even witness in your yourself. Like <laughs> you're looking at a little game screen, um, you know that uh, on an app, not the actual game itself. Now uh, I I want to give you kudos though because you had a big week in DFS from top to bottom. I saw you you crushed it over on Fantasy Draft. Um, you, you did well on Yahoo. Like you said, you had this lineup in a few other places. Um, and it sounds like you said to open up, like you almost didn't play this week. Um, take us a little bit through that process and like, and how much you play every single week. And what, did you feel good about this week? Um, when you built these lineups, because, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, like that's a brutal sweat and you know, that's a lot of money to lose on something fluky, but in terms of the process itself, you pretty much nailed it. Uh, what was your core this week? Yeah, I, I had a similar core across the industry. I think I had like a third place finish in a Fanduel tournament, and like you said, I was able to to um, take down the the fantasy draft uh, flagship tournament and uh, did well on Yahoo. So it, it was a similar core. I, I think what I settled on that I really loved is I loved um, six of the wide receivers in the five to six thousand range on DraftKings. So it was Alshon Jeffrey, uh, Parker, Boyd. Sutton, Kirk, and Woods. And so five out of the six of them, uh, with the exception of, of Kirk, 
um, all, all did really well. And so I, that, I, I think, was what primarily caused the, uh, my, uh, my lineups to at least some of the ones that included the right combination of those guys to, to hit. Um, and then Cooper Cup was like the seventh where I had a little bit more money to spend um, that, that I had mixed in. Uh, you know, on some of those lineups. Do so, you always play that tight of a core? I, is, is that common? I for mean, you? I had I had some. The majority of my wideout exposure was to those seven guys. I had like a few others sprinkled in here and there, um, but you know, it was pretty tight around those guys. I, I really felt good about them, um, and, and like defense is my typical strategy. Is I'll I'll spread it out pretty widely. That you know, in my view, lets me get exposure to some variance, you know, that without necessarily giving up a lot in terms of, uh, of projected points. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think actually the, the fantasy draft, just looking back at my lineups, um, you know, once I sort of recovered and was able to, to get back into some semblance of my usual process, um, because they have the two flex spots, it allows you to play up to four wide receivers. And so in some of the lineups that were up towards the top over there, I actually had four of those guys, um, you know, which you can't do on, on any of the other sites. So I think that that's my best guess at, at uh, you know, why, some of, why I, I seem to hit even better over on, on Fantasy Draft. But that was sort of the process. I picked out some fades earlier in the week. Um, Le'Veon Bell was, my, was one of my principal fades. I mean, he, I, I certainly had a good matchup, but – I looked back, and he, I think, had about 60% of the um, of the backfield share the week before. So I'm usually in a running back. I'm looking for either somebody who can break off long touchdown runs from scrimmage, like a like a Derrick Henry, or somebody who's basically getting all of the work, like a like a Fournette. Or you could move up to to McCaffrey and basically get both of those things. So I, I faded him. I faded for the most part the Kansas City passing game. Um, I might have had a couple of lineups sprinkled in, but but that was my one of my other fades. Um, which uh, worked out pretty well, uh, mostly because uh, <laughs> the defense did all the work. <laughs> now, we're joined by Michael so, Cardiff, yeah. 259 um, in DFS. You said you were at it since 2014. So, you know, that's a long time. Like, you know, there's a lot of people who've only been playing a couple of years, but, you know, you, I'm going to call you like borderline old timer here in, in the world of DFS. Um, did that, does that, you know, the fact that you've been doing this for so long and, and probably experienced other kind of tough situations, did, I mean, it doesn't make it easier, but do you understand, like, these things happen a little bit more? And have you ever gone through anything, obviously not to this extreme, but any other sort of, you know, tough sweats that might have either gone your way or um, not gone your way? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think, you know, having been through this, you know, a few times before, right, it, it, it gives you a little bit of perspective. And there's just always, like, you just have to recognize there's some element of, of luck in it. And if this if this had been one of the early slate games, of course I'd look back and realize that, you know, this crazy play happened and cost me, but it probably wouldn't be getting, like, the type of attention that, that, that it is where, you know, it's like the last, the last play of the slate and everything. Um, you know, I've had finishes up towards the top of the Millionaire Maker, like top 20 before, and you're always, like – basically everybody in the top 50 is probably looking at their lineup and thinking, Oh, like if I had just played this one guy or if this touchdown didn't get called back or whatever. So you kind of just have to have that perspective and recognize that there's always, you know, that, that element of variance that, uh, that comes in. Um, In, in terms of, uh, in terms of sweats before, I know my first, it might've been in 2015, but my first like, 
substantial win in, in daily fantasy. Um, I, I ended up winning the tournament on. So this is when they used to include the Sunday night games in, in the yeah. main, uh, you know, the main tournaments. And it was like the last play of the Sunday night game. And the guy I was up against, who I guess I was in second at the time, he was in first. His quarterback threw an interception in the last play of the game, um, you know, and, and, and vaulted me up into first place. So, so you, you know, you, obviously you not know, you the got magnitude one. here. I think it was like a $10,000 swing, but <laughs> – well, it's still but, you know, So uh, I guess in my mind, I can just uh, I'll have to call that even. <laughs> yeah. Well, well I want to thank you so much for yeah. talking to us a little bit about this. I mean, uh, this is again, I know it's a tough thing to live, live down, but you are taking it in very well in stride. And uh, and yep. just by looking at your your lineups that you built this past week, you clearly know what you're doing and. Any chance you got a seat to a live final? Because you know what this means is the fantasy gods got to pay you back. Yes, good karma coming somewhere. Exactly. You know, I, uh, I, I'm i not a big live final satellite entry guy, so uh, I, I do not. I typically, I, I think earlier on in my career, I, you know, threw some entries into some of those, and I, I've sort of uh, taken my focus away from the live finals. But, you know, may, maybe someday if, if uh, the fantasy gods uh, owe me one. <laughs> Maybe that would be the time to, to come back and collect. Yeah, you know, they, the, they... just to sort of put a, you know, to, to bring it full circle, the, to add insult to injury, once I got back from my trip, I actually got, like, temporarily banned from DraftKings. They sent me an email saying, you know, we've detected your, your, you using the application in multiple locations within a short period of time. So, <laughs> like, what's the deal? I'm like, yeah, of course, because I'm, like, flying over the whole country, refreshing my app every 10 seconds, trying to see if I've won a million or not. <laughs> yeah, how are you in Kansas one minute, and then 30 minutes later you were in exactly. Indiana? That doesn't that does not make a lot of sense. Uh, well, I'm glad you got it straightened out, and uh, definitely looking forward to the fantasy gods paying you back at some point in time, and really appreciate you uh, sharing the story with us, and you know, definitely everybody's pulling for you moving forward outside of their own lineup. So thanks a lot. Appreciate it, Michael. Yeah, thanks for having me.